Let's take a look at some of Ash's experiments. In 1951, Ash conducted an experiment looking at normative social influence. He wanted to see if people would conform to a group's wrong answer, even if the answer was unambiguous. The Ash effect is the influence of the group majority on an individual's judgment. So he did a line judgment task. A group of participants were shown a series of printed line segments of different lengths, A, B and C, and then a fourth line segment, X. They were asked to identify which line segment from the first group most closely resembled the length of line segment, X. Each group of participants had only one true naive subject. The remaining members of the group were confederates of the researcher. So they were in cahoots with the researcher, basically. A confederate is a person who is aware of the experiment and works for the researcher. They're used to manipulate social situations as part of the research design. True naive participants believe that the confederates are uninformed participants like themselves. In Ash's study, the confederates identified a line segment that was obviously shorter than the target line, so a wrong answer. After hearing the confederates choose an incorrect line segment, the naive participant then had to identify aloud the line segment that best matched that of the target line segment. Ash found that 76% of participants conformed to group pressure at least once by indicating the incorrect line. Ash found four key factors that influence conformity. These were the size of the majority, so the greater the number of people in the majority, the more likely an individual will conform. But there is an upper limit where adding more members does not increase conformity. So in Ash's experiment, this was up to seven. The presence of another dissenter or non-conformist also affected conformity. If there was at least one dissenter, then the conformity rates dropped to near zero. So there were two people that didn't know about the experiment. And Ash, so in total, found four key factors that influence conformity. So the two that we talked about before, and then also the public or private nature of the responses. When responses are made publicly, so in front of others, conformity is more likely. However, when responses are made privately, conformity is less likely. Tax difficulty also affected conformity. The harder the lines were to distinguish in length, the more conformity increased. So I'm going to analyse Ash's experiments for you a little bit. So to recap, he looked at whether or not individuals would conform to a group's wrong answer, even if the answer was unambiguous. So there were some cons to his experiment. It was in an artificial situation, which means that the experiment has low ecological validity, as you can't generalise it that well to real life situations. It was also deceptive, as real participants did not know that the other participants were confederates. But there are advantages. Because it was in a laboratory setting, so variables were strictly controlled. This means that the experiment can be repeated more easily. 
and the influence of extraneous variables, which are those that have not been studied, could be minimized. So to recap the pros and cons, the pros are its laboratory setting, so you strictly control variables, so it's more easily repeated, and you minimize the influence of external variables, which are not being measured or controlled. So, the, but the cons are that you deceived people and it was an artificial situation. Ash also identified that confidence may affect conformity. But other studies have suggested that gender affects conformity as well. So Ash found that participants who are not conformed all displayed confidence. Participants who felt confident in their decision do not succumb to group pressure as easily. So some other studies about confidence and conformity. One was by Perrin and Spencer in 1980, and they carried out Ash's experiment on engineering students. Conformity rates were not as high as in Ash's experiment. This might be because the engineers were confident in their decision-making. Another study was in 1976 by Weisenthal, and he observed that participants who were confident in their ability to complete a task were not as, easy, as, not as likely to conform. So if you're confident in something, you stick to what you think you know because you're confident in that, and you're not affected as much by what other people say. Eagley and Carney in 1981 looked at gender and conformity. Before the 1970s, many psychologists felt that women conformed more than men. But Eagley and Carney analysed conformity research data and they found inconsistencies in sex differences. They found that males and females differed most in studies where audiences created group pressure. Eagley believed that men and women show different levels of conformity because of their different social roles. He said that women are more likely to conform because they don't like group conflict. And they said that men are less likely to conform because they're expected to show independence and assertiveness. And of course, that makes a lot of assumptions, but that is what Eagley said in 1987. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.